Hello and welcome to this episode of the podcast, which is a throwback. What do I mean by throwback? I didn't realize until quite recently that this podcast is 10 years old. I started the podcast, I started my first podcast back in 2007. Can you believe that? When I was in Canada and I remember going to a conference back there called Podcasters Across Borders, where Canadian podcasters and American podcasters would get together for a very long weekend and uh, chat about all things podcasting, which was relatively new back then in 2007. I played around with it a little bit, but it wasn't until I came back full time to Bosnia and Herzegovina in 2011 that I started to have a plan to have my own podcast. It really kicked off in 2013, and there are only 13, sorry, only three episodes um, that I've been able to trace down, and they are in the podcast archive. But here we are. I know it's October 2023, but it's still, isn't it? It's 10 years of podcasting for an Englishman uh, in the Balkans. And I think I changed the podcast title one or two times during the last 10 years. So if you hear those as you go through the archive, which I really recommend you should do, that's why you'll hear different titles. Anyway, going right back to 2013, when I caught up with a young British guy called Kev Shannon, who at that time was walking across Serbia. And so here it is. This is the very first podcast episode on an Englishman in the Balkans. I hope you enjoy it. Please leave a comment, leave a review. Um, yeah, and maybe you'll see or listen rather. If you want to go through those archive episodes, which I once again recommend you do, you'll see how far we've come. Anyway, enough from me. Thanks for listening to the podcast and enjoy this. It's quite short. I think it's about nine minutes compared to what we have now. But nevertheless, this is that first podcast episode. Enjoy. You're listening to an Englishman in the Balkans. It's an Englishman in the Balkans here on Audioboo, catching up with what is happening around the area. And at the moment, in this springtime in the Balkans, there's another Englishman around in the area. Bit of a crazy one, I have to say, especially doing something at this time of year. Kev Shannon is over in Serbia, which is not too far away from where I am in Bosnia-Herzegovina. Kev, where are you at the moment? I'm currently in Belgrade resting. Kev, tell us, what are you doing at the moment? What is this crazy project that you've got yourself into? The crazy project is called Walk Serbia, and it is exactly what it says on the tin, really. It's walking through Serbia, and the idea is that I walk, I'm doing two trips, I've done the first one, just completed it, and it's walking from the north of Serbia to the south, and then the second part is walking from the south to the north, and the idea is just to find out more about Serbia. Try to find the heart of Serbia and meet people in Serbia and research for a, a book that I'd like to write. Let's talk about the walk in just a minute. But first of all, Kev Shannon, who are you? What, what do you do as a day job? Yeah. Whereabouts in Britain do you live? Lots of people would be interested in the sort of life behind the guy that wants to walk through a Balkan country. I'm 26. I'm fairly younger. I'm starting to feel old at the moment. Yeah, no, I'm from Cheshire, so just outside of Manchester, really. For the past 10 years, I've actually been a, a zookeeper working my way up through the ranks really but i've taken a, a year out previously and cycled to from england to turkey and back and i've got a degree in animation some kind of jack of all trades really why serbia as i mentioned i, was, I cycled from england 
to Istanbul and then back again. And it's a journey that took about a year. I was cycling through and I just drew a line from the UK to the south of France and then from the south of France across to Istanbul, not really thinking about what countries I was going through. Uh, and I was surprised and shocked by some countries and I came across Serbia and I literally knew nothing about Serbia previous to this, apart from what I'd seen in a couple of Hollywood movies. So I was quite taken aback by the, the hospitality of people in Serbia and I, en I ended up staying for uh, four months in total, three of those months in Belgrade and fell in love with the country and the people and food. When you talk about food, I'm always going on about it. I'm in Bosnia, in the northern part of Bosnia, not too far away from you, but it's yep. always meat with meat with meat. It's a meat <laughs> lover's paradise. Do you find that the same in Serbia? Yeah, no, it is, yeah. And then if it's not meat, it's peppers or tomatoes. But yeah, it's just meat on meat. If, if I was a vegetarian, I'd be quite stuck, really. Kev, what's... How difficult is it for you to cope with language skills? Serbian is not the easiest language in the world to learn now, is it? No. I, I've got the, a couple of the basics down, and my accent isn't very good, but I know the words. So I can say like, hello and goodbye and thank you and basics, and I can order burek and rakia. But a lot of it is actually mime. You become quite a good mime artist because you're pointing at it. And even drawing, I can draw. So I, I have to draw little pictures like I need to find somewhere to sleep. And gestures people understand what you what you mean a lot of people do speak some english and if they don't speak english they speak a little bit of german and french and i retained some of my english and german from school so it's a mixture of all these different languages in one really i've been looking at your blog and uh, it seems that while you're walking you're not staying every night in houses you're finding little busy places little places to pitch a tent are you not scared about doing that in serbia no I've done it. I do it in the UK for fun with my friend. We just go out and we just find somewhere to camp somewhere quite nice. And I did the same in Europe. When I cycled through Europe, I actually spent more time camping through Europe. And no, you just you find somewhere out of the way. You don't leave anything behind, any rubbish or anything. And you don't cause any disturbance. And you're literally there just to sleep for the night. And a lot of people won't bother you. If you're in woods, people are always scared of the stranger in the woods. I am that stranger in those woods. People are scared of me, really. I'm just a random guy from England sleeping in their local woodland. Kind of confusing for them. You're a bit of a novelty at the moment, I see, because some of the photographs you've been putting up on the web as well, you've been followed by camera crews and people just tagging along. How did you become a bit of a minor celebrity for the uh, months of February and March in Serbia? It all began with Tourism of Serbia came on board and they provided flights and they said we'll help with PR while you're over there and I always when I was here previously I was featuring one of the papers two of the papers and, and that was really good because people recognized me and offered me places to stay so they said we can handle the PR and then we can that that may help you as you go and you can meet more people and I didn't think it would reach such a the sort of dizzying highs they've it's been crazy it's been interview after interview then they said that this camera crew wanted to follow me for a couple of days and I didn't know it's for one of the biggest channels and one of the biggest programs and it had half of the Serbian population watching it. <laughs> so that was, it was quite bizarre really, it just snowballed. It must be a really weird feeling then going into a village, as Balkan villages are, and suddenly finding that you're a celebrity. Have you got any ego over that yet? No, I'm still, <laughs> my girlfriend's warned me that if I come back with a big head she's going to kick me out. But uh, no, it's, it's quite humbling really. I'm just a, I'm just a stranger on a strange land, just walking around and people are welcoming me with open arms. And it's, it was quite nice. And obviously I'm doing this for this book I'd like to write and it, it paints a completely different picture to what a lot of people think of in the Balkans. 
what was the reaction? I just have to, because I, I get weird reactions when I make my rare visits now back to the United Kingdom, and the reactions are quite unusual. What reactions did you have before you left when you were set, when you were saying, I'm going to Serbia? Did they look at you as if you're crazy? There were different reactions. My mum and dad were just like, oh, here he goes again, he's going off somewhere. A lot of my friends thought it was a place in Russia, so that shows the level of education <laughs> with those guys. But the people who did know about Serbia were just, oh, be careful, be careful. Have you been there before? Yes, I have been there before. I be very careful. They don't, and these people who haven't been to the country, it's very easy to be in the UK and point fingers and say, oh, be careful, but if you've not been there, you don't know what the people are like, what the country's like. So yeah, there was a bit of, it's dangerous and things like that, but I've heard it all before. You mentioned Tourism Serbia earlier on. What, who else have you managed to get in to help you with sponsorship, to help you cover the costs of all this? Actually, the costs were covered, uh, actually covered by me. There's no funding provided by anybody, but I have companies that have supplied clothing. So I've got Columbia Sportswear and they've provided my clothing and my rucksack and my sleeping equipment and then there's like sunglasses companies people just companies who just want me to use their equipment and just get photographs but also there's been a lot of the individual Novistad tourism organization helped and showed me around the city and got me into museums and things like this same with Belgrade and same with sort of Voivodina so there's no financial input but there's a lot of just opening doors and providing assistance in, in that way. If people want to follow you on the web, how can they best do it, Kev? I have my website, which is becauseitisthere.co.uk, which is the home for all my crazy things. <laughs> but also Twitter, I'm on Twitter and it's Kev underscore Shannon. If you're on Facebook, you can go to Kevin Shannon colon adventurer. So you've done the north to the south, now it's time to do south to north after a brief break in Belgrade, right? No, I'm actually doing that in in July. So I go home for four months and then I'll fly back in July and walk in the north. The idea was actually to do it in two different seasons. And I knew that last February in Serbia and the Balkans, it was very cold. And I was quite, well, sadistically hoping it would be very cold this time to show the two polar opposite sides in Serbia. So a nice summer and a very bitter winter. But uh, it wasn't to be. It's actually been quite nice. You do know it's going to be 35 degrees in the summer. Yeah, and I'm quite fair, so I'm just going to go like, beetroot red. I I was walking for one day, and then the sun came out for about two hours. And by the end of the day, I had a slightly sunburnt face and some sunburnt hands. So <laughs> I'm going to need some factor 50 or something. What's been the highlight so far? People. People. It's fantastic. If it's just, if it's just people going past and beeping and waving to, you know, because if they recognise me off the TV or the newspapers just to wish me well. People pulling over and one person pulled over and in their car and gave me a Swiss roll. That was quite bizarre. And people just, yeah, people just giving you food and just a pat on the back, really. It's quite nice to know I've got the support of Serbia, really. Kev, if we can catch up with you again when you come back in July, that would be really great. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. So, that's it for this episode. Our podcast is available on all major podcast platforms. And if you like this podcast, then please do leave us a review or send us an email. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you would like to support us and the production of future episodes, then please consider maybe giving us a tip or becoming a member of our podcast family. The link to do that is in the show notes for this podcast. Thanks again for listening. We really do appreciate it. To find out more about us and where we live, why not check out our blog at anenglishmaninthebalkans.com.